Dr. Alan Leica here, and I'd like to welcome you to How to Live a Fantastic Life Show, where we will be discussing the important aspects of your life. We hope to inspire you to live the best life you can. Get out of your comfort zone and explore the awesome world around you. Break through your barriers. Take inspired action. Use the difficulties in your life to achieve the best version of you. Ladies and gentlemen, our next guest is Brad Evans, who is the CEO of Health Fitness Technologies, LLC. And he's invented a real neat tool to help people with neuromuscular fitness. So we're going to get into that in just a minute. Welcome, Brad. Hey, thanks for having me, Dr. Lecky. I appreciate being on. Now, can you tell me, Brad, how did you come into the world of being an inventor? Well, uh, it was sort of by accident. Um, Some of the best inventions seem to happen that way. My buddy and I, we both did martial arts and soccer. I was in better shape for soccer and he never got tired in the ring. And I thought, how is this possible? How could I be in better shape for one sport? He's in better shape for the other. Well, what I I know about soccer is you have to be in phenomenal place to say to play soccer. I I don't care what sport you're in, but soccer players, because they're on the field all the time, having to move that ball up and down, especially if you play mid. Oh, my goodness. Do you have to be in great shape to be a soccer player? Well, that's what I was going to say. I did play midfield at the time. It's sort of funny. The older I get, the more uh, I kind of move backwards. So now I'm on defense and uh, in another five or 10 years, I guess I'll be playing goalie. But um, yeah, so I'd run around with the ball all the time. So I did this research. Why, you know, why is it you, you are in better shape for one sport than another? Bruce Lee calls it neurophysiological adjustment. It's just a fancy way of saying your brain controls your muscles. You know, anytime we learn something, think about when we were learning how to drive, we have to concentrate so hard and we have to focus so much. But then as we master that skill, we're able to relax, use less energy. And in essence, we're getting in better shape because of the way our mind is controlling all of our muscles. So there is such a thing as muscle memory, eh? That's correct. And, um, you know, it's it's your brain that's the most powerful part of your body in the sense that it directs all of these muscles. Again, to throw another Bruce Lee quote in there, he says muscles have no power to guide themselves. It's all it's all brain power. So I thought, this is awesome. I'm on to something. How do we train this? And I thought about it for a few days, and one night it hit me like a lightning bolt. I knew exactly what to do. We needed a punching bag that moved out of the way, a punching bag that you didn't actually punch, but you would actually miss. So I got in the car. I ran down to Home Depot. It was around midnight. I got some wires and some, and some uh, ropes and some foam and some weights. And I put the whole thing together the next morning for my friends. And I hit it. And there were some weights at the bottom. They came up and they got me and I was kind of on the ground shaking and my friends were laughing at me. And that's where the invention process started. Hey, you got to put the weights inside the foam to make this thing safe. Yeah, because, you know, this is an interesting tool. And what's it called again, Brad? Called the Jukester. 
Now, why is it called the jukester? So juke, I'm not sure. Are you familiar with the term juke from football and from sports? I may be, but maybe our audience isn't. Okay. So juke means to move out of the way, usually with a really deceptive uh, move. And I think it originally goes all the way back to dancing, you know, jukebox and whatnot. So anyway, so if uh, you're going to tackle the guy and he does a little juke, that means he moves out of the way fast. And then stir means to combine two things. In this case, we're stirring together our mind and our body, hence the name jukester. Okay. Now, what is this invention? When I looked at it on the internet, it looked like a three punching bags stuck together, one above the other, a smaller one, a small, you know, all three in a row. Right. So they all three, there's three segments and they all look the same, but inside there's different weights and there's different foam densities. And that's part of the journey to get to this secret sauce. So let me go back a little bit. There are other punching bags that move that people might be familiar with, like a speed bag or a double-ended bag. But those bags are highly rhythmic. They're like doing a jump rope or they're like dribbling a basketball. They can be hard to do, but it's not hard to know what to do. You're going to stand there. You're going to punch it over and over again. So what makes Jukester different is you don't know what you're going to do because each time, each experience is unique. And part of that is because of these weights and these densities. One time you'll hit it, it'll go to the right. The next time it'll go to the left. The next time it might come straight at you and you got to move out of the way. So you're constantly being forced to make quick split second decisions. And it turns out these split second decisions have more to do with victory than any other single component. So this is training your body to respond quickly to this event that's coming at you. Exactly. And so I, you know, I thought, Hey, this is awesome. I've got this cool punching bag and I really wanted some linemen to use it at a university. And so I sent it, I wanted their football team to use it. They got back to me and said, Hey, we're using it for neuromuscular rehabilitation, specifically for people that had been in car accidents. And I thought, wow, I had no idea what I had stumbled onto with this. But when we think about it, it's no different than a baby's mobile. You know, we know there's a link between coordination and cognitive function. And so when you're constantly challenged to see something, think about it, process it, and then react to it, that's how babies build their brain. And guess what? That's how adults build their brain as well. Okay. So this is a thing for your body, but it's actually working at the the brain level. It's actually retraining your brain and making new circuits in your brain. Exactly. So over time, you know, at first you're going to miss it quite often. And that's, I don't want to get too into it, but this is an important detail. The way your brain works is it puts a premium on previous data. So the more you practice catching the ball, your brain can compare the previous catches with where the ball is now, and it can anticipate what's about to happen, and now you catch the ball. But Jukester, that doesn't work because each session is different. Each experience is different. So now your brain has to put a premium on incoming data. What do you see right now? So over time, you'll hit this bag more often. 
but not because you can predict it because you're actually changing the wiring in your brain. Just like when you go to lift weights and you can't quite lift the weight, you build more muscle fibers. You'll go to hit this bag. You can't quite hit it all the time. Your brain says, hey, we need some more synapses. We need to strengthen these connections. That way, the input from your eyes into your brain and then into your hands can be super fast so you can hit this bag. So who would this bag be good for? I'm sure certain sports, but other people as well. Oh, absolutely. And that's the most, the most gratifying and the shocking part. So again, I made it for martial arts. It's a punching bag. And the martial art people, they buy it first. I have one major league baseball team using it and one NFL team testing it. And so it's starting to spread into other sports because again, it's your brain that makes all these decisions. But I was most, what I'm most helpful about is about once a month, sometimes twice a month, I get emails from doctors that are saying, look, I'm using this for Alzheimer's treatment or Parkinson's patients, or I've got a group of kids that have ADHD and we train them to focus on this bag and they're just giving me their results and they're thanking me. That's really what motivates me um, behind this product because I've gone all in as far as buying the molds and really developing this product. If you've got a brain, this thing helps you. And I mean, I know that seems uh, a little bit of an oversell, but it's the truth. So have you experimented with different size weights and different size bags, et cetera? Great question. So that's the magic of this bag is for, so I you know, started off with a pool noodle and I put some weights in it, but the more weight you put in a pool noodle, then the less it moves. And so there's all these different calculations and I'd put the different weights in different places. I would take it to uh, MMA fighters, UFC fighters, get their input, take it to SWAT team, police officers, get their input and constantly be making improvements. The final level was taking it to neuroscientists who said, hey, if you adjust this shape or if you sink this part in a little lower, it's going to stimulate your brain in these ways. And so this final version, there's so much thought that went into it, even though it just looks like three pieces of the foam, the way the end cap is sunken in and the edges are beveled and the, where the weights are and how much the weight weighs and the density of the foam, it all goes together so that I can honestly say it's not the cheapest I could make it, but it's the best I could make it. This is the formula that builds your brain to its maximum capabilities. Okay. So what version are you on now? I mean, you started with 1.0, 2.0, 3.0. Fair enough. I would call this version four. Now, there were a lot of version twos and threes. I was making it in my garage and always trying to find better foam and change the weights out. Um, but this is the first version that's professionally manufactured where I could implement all those suggestions. Uh, there were always suggestions about making the weight, uh, pulling it out from the core, having dual density foam, changing the shape so it's not a circle. And that's how it is now with these professional uh, manufacturing tools. So where are you in the marketing process for this? Because, of course, this has taken all your energy and probably all your capital to get to it. So you need to get a return on your investment. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. So the first month, it hopped right out the door. And again, we sell them no problem. 
to gyms and martial arts studios. And I can basically give a big enough gym. I can give them one bag and they'll sell 10 more because the people love it. Um, I've got five UFC fighters using this bag. And let me tell you how impressive that is. Five might not seem like a big number, but in martial arts, especially the UFC, there's no room for snake oil. If something doesn't work, even if it was free and given to you, if it doesn't work, it can get you hurt. You're getting in a ring with other people. You can get knocked out. So it has to work. So that be just in the marketplace for a few months and have so many pro fighters uh, latching onto this and using it. I'm super excited. And then, like I said, I've got one baseball team, one football team, and I expect it to grow into all sports and all athletes because that's what OODA loop, and we can talk about that if you want, but that's what it says is that decisions are more important than just speed or power. And that's what this is training you to do. Make good decisions quickly. Well, that's important. So you call it, what is the OODA loop? What do you mean by that? You just mentioned it. Okay. So this is from a fighter pilot uh, named John Boyd. He is trying to figure out how our planes, which are, technologically inferior are shooting down superior planes in the Korean war. And he figures out that our planes have a bigger open cockpit and our planes have a hydraulic system. So it doesn't necessarily mean that they have a better engine or that they're more aerodynamic. Our pilots are able to see the battle space. And so OODA loop stands for observe, orient, decide, and act. And if you can see what's going to happen, decide, make your decision and react to it before your opponent can, that has more to do with the victory than uh, any other element. So again, if you look at the Super Bowl, we just watched uh, Kansas City Chiefs come out in the second half. They're making different decisions. They're making adjustments. They didn't get any stronger. They didn't get any faster. But their brain, they used a different skill set. They won the game. Exactly. And, and certainly the way our brain perceives things, the mental ability we have to perceive things changes everything. And one thing I know is the things you can control are so much more important than the things you can't control. So if you can move things into your spectrum of things you can control with devices like yours, I think you have an advantage over the opponent. Absolutely. And it's just, so you've got this new punching bag, but now people's eyes are coming open it's sort of strange. It's like going back to the beginning. We all start with mobiles in the crib. They're moving around. We know that they build cognitive function, but at some place we stop using them and there's no reason for that. We should be using them all the time because again, you're building that coordination. You're building that cognitive function. These are the ways to keep your brain from developing Alzheimer's, uh, dementia, et cetera, is keeping your brain strong and keeping your mind sharp. You know, and, and this is some advice for you. I have had people on the show that are in the music business and they uh, where they get their biggest customers for is providing free instruments to the band in the school. So what they do by doing that is now they have all these advocates for them saying, oh, my goodness, these people gave us instruments to play in our band. Now we're going to buy everything from them. 
So they basically built their business on the fact that people would buy from them because they gave something free. You know, I know that in the United States, football is God. I, I mean, it starts at, in, in, in mid-school and goes to high school and goes to college. I mean, it's one of the biggest sports on the planet. Now, if you can make the inroads in Jukester in those areas, you've got your work cut out for the next thousand years. Absolutely. Um and so but we can talk about some of the uh, friction, some of the roadblocks to it. So the MMA guys get it. The other sports scientists, they have a term called sports-specific exercise, and which means they're always trying to do coordination exercises that have to do with their actual sport. And they don't necessarily see, you know, they see a punching bag. They see, oh, yeah, that would be good for boxing and martial arts. They don't necessarily put how that would be good for um, you know basketball or football in this case, and but there is one Olympic coach. His name is Cal Dietz, and I spoke with him, and he talks about how the skill that Jukester is building is so fundamental. It's almost pre-sport specific because it, it's building brain speed, and that's going to help you learn other skills faster. And so there's some uphill challenges with the other sports, but. Like any good idea or like the truth in general, it will break through. And um, again, this is something that's been around. Well, everything I've seen in medicine is, first of all, doctors are totally opposed to an idea. And then there's a little bit of a lukewarm uh, response to it. And finally, it becomes self-evident. Right. So the athletes themselves are definitely taking the bull by the horns. Uh, I've got a lot of athletes that are right at that. They're not quite at the top level and they're trying to break into that top level and they're looking for something that's going to give them that edge. And they're reaching out to me and they're getting this bag going and, and pushing forward. So that's what's happening. So have you ever thought about taking this to Shark Tank? Oh, Shark Tank. Yeah. So I this is a couple of years ago now. I tried out for Shark Tank and I made it through at least three rounds. I got pretty far up to where you uh, get an interview with the casting director and I didn't get on the show. And at the time I was so devastated because I really wanted to be on this on Shark Tank, but it was a blessing in disguise at the time. Two things. One, I was making this bag out of my garage. So I already know if I'd gotten on the show, they'd have said, you got a good idea, but you don't have a product. The other thing is I would have been pitching them just as the punching bag. I didn't know it was a neuromuscular coordination device. I didn't know about the rehab aspect. I didn't know about the focus aspect for students. I mean, these are much larger, broader benefits for the general public. And so I probably would have asked for way less than I needed to get. And so now I've reapplied to Shark Tank and we got the fingers crossed and if I go in there, I can ask for the world and I've got the data to back it up. Well, and do you want to give up 50% of your company right off at the start? <laughs> Is that what you want to do to get some financing from one of these great people? Well, I've seen a couple of the shows. I feel like you can ask for 10 or not that it's legitimate, but they ask for 10% and a million dollars. Uh, you know, I'm not saying I would do that, but I'd probably be willing to give up to 20%. Let's go into this part too. I know I mentioned it earlier. I've made personal sacrifices with my time. I've made financial sacrifices or investments, if you want to look at them this way. 
if this was just a punching bag, I don't know if I would have gone all in and risked so much. But I got those emails, like I told you. I've seen how this helps people. Specifically, I'm talking rock steady boxing, Parkinson's patients and things like that. Like I got a moral obligation to take this all the way. And so for Shark Tank, I'd be willing to give up 20% because they'd get the word out there and they'd help me help others. Now, Brad, this show is called the How to Live a Fantastic Life show. How have you learned to live a fantastic life? You got to believe. You got to go for it. You only live once. Um, I saw a YouTube video just the other day where the guy was putting a mic in front of people and asking them about regrets. And I'm not saying I've always been successful. In fact, quite the opposite is true. But I can say I've always gone for it and I've always done what I felt is right. And so you got to believe and you got to go for it and you, and you let the chips fall where they may. Yeah, that, that's really important. Now, how can people live a fantastic life with the use of Jukester? All right. So I was thinking about this. You've got to get your mind right. And I liked how you were talking earlier about perception and this nature with your brain. We count calories. We count steps. We make sure we go to the gym. We're taking good care of our bodies, or we at least know what we should be doing better. But we're not always taking care of our brain. And it's our brain that interacts with other people. It's our relationships. It's our way that we perceive the world. And so I just want to encourage people, you know, do your meditation, have your positive self-talk. But here's another tool for your toolbox. Coordination is a fantastic and simple and easy way of building cognitive function. Jukester is the max. It's to my knowledge, it's the best tool for building coordination, but there's plenty of other tools. Uh, you can do simple stuff like uh, brushing your teeth with the opposite hand and whatnot, but just working on building coordination every day, it pays off in the long run. It's not too hard to do. And I just, uh, I want to help encourage people to do that so they can have a better life. Well, so you've got a bit of a game plan. Where are you going to be in five years? Where are you going to be in 10 years? Uh, this product works around the world. And that's been one of my next growth points. I've sold this to at least 20 countries, but I don't necessarily have the instructions or the or you know the foundation to do that. And so five years from now, this thing has penetrated every sports market. This thing has penetrated every sports market. It's probably in most hospitals. It's starting to roll out into schools. 10 years from now, it's just going to be more of an international thing. You're going to start seeing this everywhere. Cool. It sounds like you've got an interesting product. It sounds like you've got something there. I would like to check back with you in a year or two and see how you're doing because there's a lot going on here. And if anybody hasn't seen it, go to their website. I, I think it's called Jukester, is it not? Yeah, jukester.com, J-U-K-E-S-T-I-R.com. It's a punching bag, but it's going to move in a you know a very tricky way. And you're going to have to you have to be fast on your, with, your, with your reflexes in order to hit it. If you don't, it, it might punch you back. Oh, keep those hands up always. That's never bad advice. Yeah, that's never bad advice, especially when you're in a boxing community 
or oh. in a fighting community. Yeah. And you always, I know you guys watch the news out there. You see people running at black Friday or getting fights uh, over something silly at the, at the store. It's always good to have those self-defense skills. Yeah, for sure. And you know, it's, I, I, I think these are, it's good to train your brain. And, and I, that's why I thought Brad would be good for this because training your brain is part physical and part mental. You can't do it without both. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, just talk about those self-defense skills, you know, that's just like, you know, we kind of brushed over that. That's almost like a byproduct, but, you know, confidence, you know, a lot of people work out to build their confidence. Confidence comes from your brain, or maybe there's a a lady out there that, you know, uh, that needs these self-defense skills. And so, you know, you can't go wrong with brain training. Just it grow it grows so much so many fruit on that tree. So Brad, again, can help people how can people get in touch with you? Okay, so there's the website, jukester.com. And if you click on the support page, the contact page, you can do that. Or if you want to email me, it's jukesterfit. So J-U-K-E-S-T-I-R-F-I-T at gmail.com. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Brad. This show has been very enlightening. Oh, it's my pleasure. And I hope some, I hope the audience, I hope you guys got something out of it and that you'll have a better life for listening to the show. And I appreciate this opportunity, Dr. Laika. Thank you. Excellent. Excellent. And ladies and gentlemen, check out my website, Dr. Alan Laika. That's D-R-A-L-L-E-N Laika, L-Y-C-K-A.com. And be sure to get a golden pearl each and every week just by signing up. That will change your life if you let it. Bye for now and have a fantastic day. You've been listening to How to Live a Fantastic Life. Be sure and pick up a copy of Dr. Laika's book, The Secrets to Living a Fantastic Life, on Amazon.com. And you'll want to subscribe right here on this page so you don't miss a single episode. Have a fantastic day. Fantastic day.